a while ago. Mark came to rock a story for Snap Judgment Live, and rock it he did. The first African-American woman that I ever met was a white chick. Yeah, from Lubbock, Texas. Molly Melching, big woman. She moved to Senegal 20 years ago to work for UNESCO and never left. She married a Senegalese man, had a daughter, was happy until he left. Molly speaks Wolof, tree. She's a beast negotiator at the marketplace, highly respected within her community. The Senegalese that I meet refer to Molly as an African. American. They refer to me as a black American. When I get off the plane in Senegal, I don't really have much plans. I don't have too much money. I have Molly's number in my back pocket given to me by friends of friends. I have ideas in my head also given to me by friends of friends. They say, boy, in Africa, they're going to love you. Just find the dancers, find the hip-hop. Somebody will adopt you, take you in. Don't worry. Don't trip. Okay, three days into my trip, I've been hustled out of my drawers. (laughs) And I'm spending money at a pace that's going to leave me homeless in eight days. I got one of those non-transferable tickets says I got to be here for four months. In tears, I call Molly. She invites me to her home in Chess. She says I can stay. Not quite the African I thought was going to take me in. Molly works for an NGO called Tostan. She's a champion of women's health. She works to fight against female circumcision in rural villages. She calls it mutilation. I become her roadie. I sit in the back seat, gazing at endless stretches of endless flatland and wide open sky as we ride from one end of the country to the other. We ride to the middle of nowhere. Nowhere. Come to a stop in front of a single stone building with a thatched roof. Three girls come out, all smiles and grace. They greet. I think, cool, Molly's going to meet with them, and then we're going to be up. Then this boy comes out, and he starts playing a drum, which I think is kind of annoying to have going on during a meeting. (laughs) But who the hell am I? The American. (laughs) So I just smile and listen for my name. (laughs) Take it all in. All of the nowhere. Africa. Okay, so this kid playing the drum is this village's version of a mass email. Because I don't know where the hell these people come from, but like 100,000 people descend on the courtyard. It's like the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day. Everybody wants to see the one white woman for 1,000 miles. Molly is uh, spilling her propaganda about this backwards indigenous ritual, but nobody can hear anything. All the people, all the commotion, everybody trying to see this shit. 
Finally, Molly comes out. She says, Mark, I need you to distract them. Uh, Molly, I'm a poet, and they don't speak English. I ain't got no microphone, megaphone, radio, telephone, whatever. How am I going to keep them distracted? Whatever. I'm withering here. I need water in my book. Five minutes later. The entire village. I'm surrounded. My heart is pounding. Africa. Okay. I don't need to astound them. Only distract. No microphone, no radio, no English. That's cool. That's cool. That's my whole act. Um, to survive, I become hip-hop empath. I channel the low beginnings. Fires burning all over the Bronx, post-civil rights. Glass ceilings, no lights, no loot. Just do what you feel to the groove. A dance floor uprising of youth. I just pray that they buy it. The future aesthetic, the future's not static, it's moving kinetically, manic, you mimic a cynic, a smith that works with flurried words. The world is this minute, magnanimous moment of future aesthetic, a myth of poetic cerebral and soulful vivid aesthetic. It's down in your head and your heart and your feet, it exists in all three. Woo! Okay. All right. They're buying it. While I'm dancing, cracking them up with my shamrocks, Molly is speaking in a language I've never heard of. She encourages the Council of Elders to abandon a centuries-old practice, invites them to modernize their attitude towards women. I think I know another Texan who went into the brown people's country, tried to get them to change their ways. Maybe he should have extended a sign of peace first. Molly extended me. And that's how I became an MC. The hard way. <laughs> Without saying a word. That was Mark Bamudi Joseph coming to you from Snap Judgment Live. I want to thank everyone involved in Snap Live, the storytellers, the artists, the musicians, amazing shows. Come on out and see us at Snap Live. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.